0: The show. You have all
1: made it to the dance. You have all made it, made it, made it. Welcome to, to you from the X Access. It's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the John of All Trades podcast, episode two twenty three. I'm your host, John X. Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you back once again. Man, oh man, it feels good to be interviewing people again. And this week's show is one I haven't done in a while. Like, this style is one that, like, when I listen to podcasts, this is kind of what I want to hear. But for whatever reason, I end up not doing a ton of this style of interview. And it's a hangout show. And in some ways, it's actually easier to hang out in a group, even if you're recording. So this week, I've got three guests. Noah Mittman, Evan Freeze and Taylor Oxley, and they are all a part of Snowman Films and the Unfinished Degree podcast. So, a quick shout-out first to Brad Hegg. Brad hooked us up on Facebook. We got to meet, and Taylor set up a call. These guys are trying to get more integrated into the Denver podcast community, so I offered insight where I could. I then offered for them to be on my show, so they came over a couple of weeks ago. We turned the mics on and recorded a great little episode here. The whole first half of it, we're just kind of digressing and riffing and having a great time. The second half, we actually talk about some real business issues and our business philosophy and things like that. And there's a lot of insight here because we're all entrepreneurs in our own way. And Noah, in particular, started Snowman Films after leaving film school and not getting what he needed out of film school. That's why their podcast is called The Unfinished Degree. He and Evan had met there. They hooked up with Taylor somewhere along the way, and now they've got their own thing going, and it's really, really cool. I don't want to belabor this point, so we'll get to the episode here shortly. But first, a quick plug for our sponsor, Four Degrees, the number four, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. No matter what you're doing online, whether you're putting together some sort of campaign or paid media or social media marketing, and whether you have a product or a service or a candidate or you're doing some other kind of campaign, Four Degrees can make sure that your message gets in front of the people who need to see it most. They will move the needle on your bottom line and do it for a cost that's very attractive. And I'll tell you what, Four Degrees keeps piling up awards. Literally, they're doing amazing work and getting recognition for it, and I'm proud to feature them here on the John of All Trades podcast. So hit up Four Degrees, the number four, D-E-G-R-E dot E-S. Now then, we're going to make this one quick because let's get to the hanging out. Noah Mittman, Evan Fries, Taylor Oxley, Snowman Films, The Unfinished Degree Podcast. They're episode 223, and that episode starts right now.
0: It's amazing how George Clinton can just still stand, to be honest. No joke. He, uh... He does a couple songs, he grooves around, and then he sits on an amp for a while, takes a little break, but he, like, waves his arms around, like, you guys need to still party, you know?
1: Yeah, well, so did Eddie Vedder back in, like, 1994. You know, he'd, like, sit down for a while during his sets, and you're like, dude, you're a young man, and this is grunge. Come on. (laughs) Like, what's the matter with you?
0: Meanwhile, everybody else on stage had, like, four outfit changes, Um, this dude just, like, was completely pantsless playing the bass and swimming his drums or his dreads around by the end of it. Yes.
1: Wow. Fantastic. I saw Merle Haggard up at Cheyenne Frontier Days a few years ago. And, uh, man, that guy can still go. The only thing is he was old as hell. Right. And he had all the lyrics like on this monitor in front of him. <laughs> like, and you could see him like looking down while he's singing. I'm like, dude, you are so old. It's
0: like, don't feel like Merle Haggard was ever young, though. <laughs> in my mind, my dad listened to a lot of Merle Haggard. I just
1: yeah, so did my wife's dad, which is one of the reasons we were there. But they were uh, they were fantastic. So, uh, what about you guys? What are you up to? <laughs> uh,
2: let's see. We uh, my name is Noah Mittman and uh, run a video production company and creative content coaching company called Snowman Films. And uh, this is is my crew. Evan, go for it. So yeah. you run the crew? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, the, I guess, CEO or owner or director nice. or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, pick your own title. Name fits.
1: <laughs> right? I mean, I was at a job Janitor. once where this was like my first job too, and they're like, you can pick your title. I go, all right, I'm going with Olympic gold medalist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: doctor and an Olympic gold medalist, no commitment. <laughs>
1: well played. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, I just kind of tag along with
3: him, uh, with him and Taylor and just kind of do whatever they ask me to do, uh, for cheap. And uh, <laughs> He runs you know. our podcast. Yeah. Nice. So that way they don't have to, you know, outsource the labor. They can still say Snowman Film's is an American company. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, so yeah. you are the CEO because you immediately went into like, Hey, here's who I am. And so like <laughs> normally I do that, which is fantastic. Um, so we've got Noah, Taylor and Evan. And, uh, you guys are Snowman Films as well as the Unfinished Degree Podcast. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we met. How did we meet? We were introduced by Brad, right? Brad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, We were, uh, trying, honestly trying to get more into the kind of podcast space in Denver and like see who's doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he said your name. So we got in touch and here we are.
1: Yeah, we and we had that introductory call, which I hit it off with you guys immediately because you guys seem to have like a very similar vibe, which is really cool. So, tell me a little bit about the Unfinished Degree podcast,
2: man. Well, you wanna? I mean, I think there's a mixture here. I'm interested to see yeah. what what Evan's take on it is. Um, it's uh, it's
3: a disaster. <laughs> um, no, uh, Unfinished Degree directed by Tommy Wiseau.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's essentially what it is. The line is, "I produce this garbage." <laughs> nice.
3: Um, her tagline for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, I mean, not the company. That. Gotcha. Um, I, uh, I am currently just kind of getting into the podcast game myself. Um,
1: how long you been at it?
3: I've been at it. Well, now it's just been since December with Noah for the unfinished okay. degree and, uh, we started releasing couple months ago and then uh i took an immediate month off like an asshole but um (laughs) i did some podcasting a few years back uh ran a show for about a year called top reel we did some live shows over at voodoo and all that and it was uh, it was a lot of fun it was kind of like a movie sort of podcast just talking shit on stuff because that's what's fun these days Mm -hmm. apparently um that kind of fizzled out because the people i was doing it with they just kind of uh didn't take it seriously in
1: uh, podcasting. Go on, yeah, I know.
3: Or I was like, "Hey guys, you you're coming to the show that we're doing tonight?" They're like, "Oh, I forgot. I'm out of town." It's like,
2: "Oh, <laughs> i the same cool. So I
3: guess now here I am on the hook to do an entire show by myself for an hour. Yes. <laughs> turns no yeah, a one man show on the spot. But that was fun. Just <laughs> talking
1: about old girlfriends and stuff. Like-
3: <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I bemoan my past is.
2: Yeah. yeah it's it hasn't changed
3: <laughs> um so the unfinished degree though uh noah was a guest on top real uh, and that was like 2016 and we um uh, i've known noah since film school days like 2009 2010 and uh i was helping him out back in november uh last fall and we kind of were talking about podcast stuff for snowman films and it was just one of those that just kind of clicked was oh my god why are we not trying to do something like Mm. that right
2: it was like there i I, i've wanted to kind of have snowman films in as many different mediums as possible uh we have obviously a lot of video covered and i do a little bit of written with like posts but like the audio game is definitely wide open it was like oh this like makes so much sense to revamp it and just like go do have fun and and chat with people and uh, really my initial pitch for guests is like hey like A, they're, you know, talking about interesting things and have a lot of knowledge and B, it's like, let's beer and bullshit for a while Mm -hmm. and see if we can also like include some actionable stuff for people.
1: Nice. Yeah. It's funny. When I got into podcasting, Brad actually encouraged me to do it because I had a background in radio and I'd been blogging at that point for like 13 years, just in various forms. And he said, you know, it might just be quicker if you sort of said this into a microphone instead of taking all this time to type it all out. Well, Brad is an asshole because this takes way more time than blogging. Yes, it does. <laughs> um if you're going to especially if you're going to do an interview-based show, which yours is too, right?
3: Yeah, in fact, uh yeah, it seems all super easy. Uh, I just uh, the episode I just actually was finishing up this week. Uh, it's, it was an hour and 42 long. And so I had to cut it down to an hour. Good God. And so that's 42 minutes and you think it's going to be easy. Oh man. Even the stuff that's boring. I was like, how do I get rid of this naturally? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
3: so we've got a couple coming up that, uh, our interviews ran about three hours cause they were just friends of ours. What are you,
1: Pete Holmes? Like,
3: uh, yeah, apparently, but I'm going to cut it down to an hour, but I hate myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, dude, you're throwing up She'd the be high hurdles for me. part ones, god man.
3: Oh my god, constantly.
1: Yeah, just do. You made it weird, and I'm like, yeah. who has time for this? Listen, like, I
3: don't. T- I talk about Ram Das maybe once, so I'm okay. not Holmes.
2: <laughs> I love how far that went over my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we may as well have been speaking Chinese right there, right? <laughs>
2: I know I know, I I know who P. Holmes is. He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. This podcast is pretty incredible. Oh, cool. Um
3: they take uh, some hard right turns, hard left turns into some of the more metaphysical things oh, Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're just like, "Hey, how do you how do you feel about what you're doing with your life?" And people are like, "I feel good." And it's like, "Cool. Well, see you next week."
1: <laughs> that sounds not at all what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I and I've had interviews like that where uh you're talking to people and they're like, "Yes." You go, "Well, shit, man." Yeah, exactly. It's a conversation. <laughs> yeah. You're killing me.
2: Yep. Yes, yes, you need the end.
1: Yeah. Come on. Improv here. Like study Dell close and then let me interview you. <laughs> That'll be perfect, right?
3: So what do you do for a living? I podcast. Cool. How do you like that? It's okay. <laughs> all right.
1: All right. Well, this has <laughs> been John of all week. trades. <laughs> uh, it's a segment on your local news where, yes. uh, you, you have 30 seconds and, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. So, uh, <laughs> but, um, we, I mean, we were talking about the logistics of it and that's just the sheer mechanics of editing, which is an enormous pain in the ass. And I think yes. people take for granted because to make it sound like a natural conversation, what you're doing is almost like a hyper real right. version yeah. of, of a, of a real conversation. And so you have to clean it up a lot. And I think that goes underappreciated, but the thing that kills me is the logistics of it all getting schedules coordinated, getting guests lined up, making sure you have something in the can. Otherwise, there's no episode coming out, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, you're telling me. I produced this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our
2: our release schedule has been uh, interesting. It has been. That that one's on me, but uh, <laughs> it's I'm happy that we're just like we're we're hitting some some road some speed bumps with that, but mm. we're like just starting out. It mm-hmm. so, like as long as we just keep moving forward, I'm good. To yeah. be fair, I gave you a deliverable last week. You didn't do anything with <laughs> <It's> it. <true. laughs> I, damn it. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: This is a business-focused podcast, so the fact that you use the word "deliverable" is fantastic. So, <laughs> let's... I did
2: not release that this week. <laughs> I was meaning to on Wednesday, and I totally forgot. If, uh, it's okay.
1: If we can work in some other business cliches, that'd be great. You know, oh, yeah. get another bite at the apple and run it up the flagpole and. <laughs>
2: Well, well, here we go. It, it, I mean, it's built into our the description. So the unfinished degree, because I don't. Neither of us finished our degree. Yeah. Um, no, I actually right, just it's... I just reapplied to the college and then talked to my because I, I recently got out of debt with it. And uh, time like, to okay, go back maybe in. I'll maybe Did you go miss back it? in. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> here's, here's what's funny. Here's that. what's funny is I I've like applied and then was just like, okay, like I wonder how this is gonna work. So I talked to my parents. I'm like, hey, should I go back or not? And they're like, well. I mean, what are the pros and cons? I was like, there's not a whole lot of pros to going back. I'm fine. They're like, I don't think you need to go back. I'm like, I'm going to stay unfinished. <laughs> so basically accept, got accepted in order to throw that back in their face. And be like, no, I'm not coming.
1: <laughs> so you're essentially negging the university. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So Did the end, un- yeah.
0: Apply back to bleep university that you went
2: to before yes oh, God. well because why i mean yeah i I'm, that would be okay. where you have all sure. the credits there right i was like you've been accepted to the place you've taken a bunch of classes in before <laughs> and yeah. so the unfinished degree is a podcast for the creative entrepreneur there's another business that's each the
0: actual tag yeah it's not perfect. garbage thanks Taylor. yes <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's, yeah.
0: That's my tagline when they say something stupid that Evan has to edit out later.
3: Yeah, I will say going back to the editing thing, uh, we one of the the most recent one, um, not to name names, but I did one uh, edited one where it had to be clean. Uh, the That's person's right, image yeah. was, you Ooh. know, no swearing and all that. And our podcast is very oh fuck that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, we did it. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm uh, pretty impressed with us. Yeah. That, I had to like listen to it after I, I was like, I'm done. So I listened to it three more times like a psychotic ex-girlfriend. <laughs> no, that's what <laughs> you have to do. Like, <laughs> did I actually get it? Okay. Is there a word in here that I missed? And yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a fun time, but the show's good. We, um, uh, sorry, that was a really vain thing to say. Yeah, the show's good. The show's great. The show's going Don't up, worry man. about that yeah. because in
1: high school, I actually started a sentence one time by saying, hey, you know what else is cool about me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's And I think back on that, I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking?
0: Yeah, I had a, a male recently who I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to date you anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, ending things. And he's like, you're just missing out on something great here. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, if I thought that, I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now.
1: That's a bold statement, though. Yeah. It's like, you can't you see how crazy. amazing I am?
0: <laughs> it literally, that's what he said.
1: <laughs> so, one of my favorite trashy movies is uh, Boiler Room. Do you guys remember that one? Giovanni Ribisi and Ben Affleck's in it I for like five that minutes. I
2: believe have seen it.
3: <clears throat> have you I not? I believe that I I've heard. Seen I know it. the name. I just yeah, as, seen it. as a giant Ben Affleck fan <laughs> and also someone who really likes Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi, I'm, I'm uh, you, you. would yeah, love yeah, this one because Ben
1: Affleck has like four scenes in it, and he chews the scenery just with gusto in it. Um, essentially he's doing a take like on Alec Baldwin and Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross which is I
3: think that's probably why I like Ben Affleck so much because right. my whole life is wanting to do a take on uh, Alec Baldwin and Glenn <laughs> Gary Glenn <laughs> Ross that's yeah. our entire business model let me tell you something <laughs> I am God
1: <laughs> when I uh, Alice, but when my wife was working at the real estate firm and she closed her first deal I'm like you gotta text your boss and be like Tuck put me up on the big board so <laughs> <laughs> coffee's right. for closers and, and she did So. Um, coffees for closers. There you go. Yeah. You put that coffee down.
2: (laughs) You put the coffee (laughs) down. Speaking Uh, of closers, I closed a new client this week. Yeah. I get coffee. Congrats.
1: (laughs) Righteous. I only gave you water, but no,
2: no, you're fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) water's good right now.
1: Yeah. It's important to stay hydrated too. Um, where the hell was I going with this, uh, boiler room thing? (laughs) I don't even remember now. This
2: is what happens when you podcast with us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, that's fine. Just go on tangents. Just derail for a while.
1: Yeah, no, and I'm all good with that. But uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, that movie rules.
3: Yeah, uh, I assume it's on my list now to go watch. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You got to watch it. It's kind of like um, it's about the same type of firm like that they did in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. So you know, oh, like,
3: super down. So a movie That's... that I'm gonna watch and mis- misinterpret and think it's about
1: good guys. <laughs> I, I think this one, it may be a little bit more frying pan to the face that these okay. guys are not good. Okay. <laughs> um, so, wow, really? Yeah, a, a little bit less nuanced than The Wolf of Wall Street.
3: <laughs> Man, I've never heard the words nuance and Wolf of Wall Street in the same fucking <laughs> sentence.
1: Except for maybe lack of. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that movie is also, uh, my friend saw it and I heard all this buzz about it, you know, it's Scorsese and all that. And, he writes on Facebook. He's like, "That was the funniest comedy I've seen in some time." I go, "He cannot be serious." And then I saw it. That movie is goddamn hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I love super that funny. movie. Yeah,
2: just the scene where they're at the diner and they're—he's having the guys try and sell and like learn how to sell—and they're just fucking off the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the entire movie. I
0: reference Science Oven a lot, and no one really like gets it.
2: <laughs> science Oven. Science Oven. Oh, Science Oven. What? The microwave. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I actually know a movie for once, you guys.
3: That's that's why we're off we're, we're off off our guard right now because she doesn't event. know any movies. Really? What
1: movie is that from?
2: <laughs> is it? Is it?
1: <laughs> I was pretending like I knew what you were talking I think about. It, I actually hold up.
2: I this is I'm going to find it, and this will have to be an edit. Point. I'm going to. Is an
1: American Hustle.
3: American oh, Hustle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> an
1: that's entirely different film. Making.
2: That was yeah, not, yeah
1: yeah yeah science
2: up. He has like a bunch of them and he oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Taylor
2: almost knew a movie, guys. It was so close.
1: So Taylor, I'm guessing you did not go to film school.
0: I did not go to film school. Um <laughs> I have <laughs> I do have a degree um in dance. Nice. Is- <laughs> I'm using every day. Um, I went to school for dance performance at Illinois State, um, moved to New York and danced for a company for several years before I moved out here to Colorado. How um, was it? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Living in New York in your twenties is pretty nuts and then getting flown all over the world to make shadows for rich people. Cool.
1: <laughs> make shadows for rich people. Yeah. That's, what, what, that's, what does that even mean?
0: <laughs> um, the branch of the company that I was working for did corporate, um, events, like corporate okay. dances for people. So basically they'd be like, Hey, we're premiering this new jet in Mexico and we want you to make a dance about it. And we would do shadow dances. Wow. Yeah.
1: That is a wild job.
0: Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. My first, gig, did it pay? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was 22. and yeah, I oh, college, so 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 yeah. Paid Okay. <laughs> um, but my first gig was in Abu Dhabi. Wow. Well, that's yeah. T- that's t- I graduated t- college. They flew me to New York and like two weeks later I was in Abu Dhabi.
1: Wow. That's wild.
0: Performing for the El Zayed.
2: Jesus, really?
0: Yeah. It was nuts.
2: I'll tell you, the gigs you get as a creative to pay the bills uh-huh. are You get some interesting stuff through the door.
1: Yeah. I, um, this, this is nowhere close, but I did a panel, uh, about podcasting for like the Colorado Independent Publishers Association. It was housed in the Church of Scientology <laughs> yes. downtown on Blake Street. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Right down there. Have you been in there?
0: I've driven past it and just wondered what was behind those walls.
1: Yeah, so you go in there and it it feels like a visitor center at at some like shitty rest stop along the highway. <laughs> there's all this like literature about Scientology and then there's like a bust of L. Ron Hubbard and they they're very specific about this. They're like you cannot take pictures of the busts, you cannot take pictures of things on the wall and you can't publish them. And I'm I go, all okay. I want to do and so I was reading the stuff on the walls and it is fucking bonkers. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild. Congratulations, you're blacklisted now. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Talkers is very annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from me with your goddamn e-meter. Like I I don't need it, okay? My pets are fine. Yeah. <laughs> My pets. <feedings. laughs> <laughs> um but you guys did go to film school. So <laughs> I mean, we yeah, we w- you, w- you w- attended. W- we
2: we were there in the oh. room.
1: That's probably why I didn't graduate because I stopped attending. (laughs) Oh, fair enough. Why? What ultimately compelled you to stop going to film school? Like, why not see it through? Debt, money, debt. Okay. (laughs) How far did you make it?
2: (laughs) How many classes do you have left? (laughs) Three.
1: Jesus Christ!
3: I got
2: five. I have, I
1: have no, I have
2: have ten credits left, which is just enough to say no. Fuck this. If I. 3 credits left, I probably would just finish because it's sure. ridiculous. So, but yeah, 10 credits which I I don't even understand because each credit each class is 3 credits. Literally mm. my advisor was like, "How do you have 10 credits?" I'm like, "I don't know, it's been years." And it was Isn't that his job to- Yeah, well, that's that gives you a, a real good example of how well college works. Mm. Every single part and like system that they have doesn't work with each other and doesn't work within themselves anyway. It's mm. just literally like Pull your hair out and light money on fire, and that's the college experience.
1: I disagree with you because mine was different than
2: that. <laughs> I should say it's a but, film school experience yeah. for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Because some colleges, you know, obviously yeah. you need to do it. I would say now, well, I, again, why we call it the unfinished degree is because. As a <laughs> filmmaker, as a creative, you can make it, just YouTube it. YouTube what you want for knowledge and go meet people and network, and that mm-hmm. is going to get you way further.
3: Yeah, it was like in hindsight, if I would have spent what I spent on college uh, and actually syncing that into equipment right. and projects, oh, interesting, I yeah. would have come out of the other side with uh, a reel. A resume, experience, and mm. uh, a future. Uh, All of which Film School does not give you. No, and it, I know, and especially after talking to a couple of people we've talked to, I definitely know that some people did get something out of it and other folks uh, going to other places. Yeah. Um, most recently, the Alex R.W. episode that I just finished up, him talking about doing um, Colorado Film School. That's right. Uh, where he had a very positive experience there. And I totally, like, I, I was listening to that and getting jealous. Mm. That I was like, oh, man, I wish I didn't look <laughs> back on my past with anger, rage, and resentment. <laughs> uh but uh no we i i i left not necessarily cuz it was like fuck this i you know i can just start working it was more like this is a nasty political mess right. where really? there was I, a whole yeah. bunch of self indulgent assholes mm. um mostly faculty that granted yeah i was a bit of an asshole and deserved to be smacked around a bit cuz i was constantly making like uh satire and jokes shit about mm. um how Literally ridiculous about, the whole situation the was yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, it
2: was real personal. Uh, watching it uh, recently, like the stuff that yeah. he made, was like, "Oh, this is like about the school. Oh, yeah, gotcha. like, yeah, obviously yeah. about the school. Yeah,
3: very much so. And I stand by it because it's it <laughs> oh, <that's> great. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those where it was it was a little disheartening, and I wanted so much more out of it to be able to like." I wasn't given the tools. They didn't teach us how to write contracts. They didn't teach us how to land. Oh, like the business side. There's zero business side. There was one class about that. And all they did was just give you templates and you just had to put fake names on it and be like, congrats. You wrote a contract. I was like, did I, yeah, I think that's wow.
2: where I, that's for me because I actually I, I agree with that I had f- while I was in film school for the most part I had fun because mm-hmm. it was I was just making stuff and I enjoy making stuff and working with people well,
3: That's the relationships too. Yeah, like we still work together. Noah, and then yeah, know, I, a lot of, the other films a
2: lot of people Yeah, to. a lot of the film friends are from film school, but for me after like being away from it, mm-hmm. I see how much is lacking within it. Of like what actually goes into like being professional and like understanding how to make a living. Um, they cover none of that, and Ugh. it's just like, oh man, like it is fun to like make make stuff and like have something on a big screen at a showing, but like. There's a lot that's missing from it. That's you know, again, maybe we can make horses and it was, make money on that. It was all
3: people <laughs> jerking each other off. Like we're all gonna be famous oh, and God. just being like, ah oh, man, everything you do is valid in art, <laughs> except for people who want to make things that aren't art. It's like, My what? other big thing oh, with God, it really, was that, like um, yeah, films in black and white and French <laughs> and
1: oh, like uh like what is it on Family Guy where it's like the art film where it's like a clown flipping a pancake? No, and oh, like,
3: yeah. Listen, that joke was not real enough. Like. <laughs> (laughs) That was conservative (laughs) as to what we saw. Seriously, like you know, people being like, "Oh, I just really
2: think making my film in French would be great," so they run their film through Google Translate. (laughs) Oh God! And my other big thing with it was that like ninety percent of the professors are not working professionals. Oh
1: no, that no, that's not not good. That really
2: bothered me. God, and it was, no, like there's geez. one one there that was like actually like oh I got to go work on this discovery shoot and I'm like oh cool like go do that and then he'd be gone for a week right yeah, but sure. like majority of it was like here there's a textbook and here's five ways how to import your footage I'm not, like no just drag and drop it's they're not that
3: complicated not to name names there was a professor that pretty much every opportunity and excuse he was given would pull out this uh three cent residual check from an episode of Northern Exposure <laughs> he wrote in the eighties be like see
1: look I made it, it like, Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> You made it, huh?
1: So what you've got is uh a faculty comprised of a bunch of frustrated undiscovered geniuses, <laughs> yeah, right? right? I think we call them narcissists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fair enough. And it's funny too because like when I was in graduate school uh for communication studies at the time called speech communication, should have called it department of not speech pathology because that's what people <laughs> thought I did. <laughs> Um No, no,
3: it's not speech pathology. So
1: it's like, oh, you help people with lisps and stuff? It's like, god damn it.
3: <laughs> if only and, I was so noble. <laughs> yeah,
1: really. Uh, but no, it was like rhetoric and media studies, so I have a master's in communication focused on media studies. And.
3: Oh, you are living in the right time for that right now. Oh yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh my god.
1: It's my, and I met my wife in that program, and so the conversations we have, <laughs> one of the biggest fights we ever had was about a movie neither of us had seen. <laughs> But we were arguing about uh, <laughs> the marketing of the movie Precious. Yes, based on so, a novel push by Uh and it got pretty heated because, like, I and I don't even remember what the two points were, but man, we were we were going at it. It was intense. I love that. Um, just
2: the marketing side, because that's I would be that's I'd, I could get in on
3: that with mm-hmm. you guys. I'm gonna say maybe it is just that movie's effect because I've also never seen that movie, but I have <laughs> fought with people about
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not nothing, <laughs> but the, uh, the, the hard thing about being in that program was you had a bunch of career academics and so they could help you like groom you to get into a good doctoral program. Yeah, right. If, if you wanted to go get your PhD in There's this a path out of it, right? Yeah. yeah. That, and that's the path that they know. So it's like, you need to be on these panels. You need to get published here, et cetera, et cetera. You need to have right. these sort of check boxes. I'm like, I went in having no interest in getting my doctorate at all. And so I go, well, how do I fucking get a job with these sets of skills? And I basically had to figure it out. So now I go back there as much as I can and talk to those grad students and be like, look, this is valuable in the real world. And here's how. And like email me anytime. So I always pay it forward.
2: Yeah, no, like, totally. And I'm honestly, that's kind of in the plans for us, I think, is to uh, do a online course that is uh, eventually because- yeah, First of all, I want to go after you kind of entrepreneurs and and people that have budgets. And then eventually, of course, that's going, we have students, but aimed at the students to show them how to actually make a living and like what you need to do to actually get work and then target the marketing to the students of the colleges. Oh, nice. Yeah. And run ads on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that's so important. It, I think about you. You see this shared on Facebook from time to time, where it's like, "Why didn't I have a high school class on like balancing my checkbook?" Yeah, or no, like sure. changing a fucking tire. Or well,
0: I did have a class on balancing my checkbook, and it took entirely too long. Says
3: the girl who went to get a degree in dance. <laughs> <laughs> <Touché.
2: sighs> but no, I, I agree completely, actually. And that's, I mean, personally, we I have two kids, and we found a. Uh, online tuition free school that we're going to be taking them through because also we want to supplement with real world. Sure. Skills. Cause I completely agree that the education system is lacking in that.
1: Yeah. In, in terms of just how to do life.
2: How to do, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, if you're going to be a mathematician, sure, do calculus, but like, right.
1: no, I don't need that. Well, no. And, and I, like, I get the argument for having people learn calculus. Okay. It's like you were showing that you were trainable. You know, you you can learn this abstract skill.
3: Oh, so you can play a game and do things you don't want to or need to do. Right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it it's you can learn this and you can absorb it and turn it into something meaningful. I mean, that's what grad school is too. It's like, hey, uh, why don't you read Daseurtoe or Jürgen Habermas, and then write a paper about it. And and you go what the fuck like wh- what are these dead ass crackers yeah, talking about why
3: here Why don't I just read Tolkien so I can talk to my actual <laughs> friends about stuff we like Right, but read
0: Chekhov and design costumes based on <laughs> the Cherry Orchard like,
2: Wow I swear to God if writing in, writing a paper I was literally so when I was thinking about going back I was like okay I need to figure out who I can pay to write my fucking papers <laughs> because I'm not going to write any goddamn essays anymore in my life
1: Yeah. Well, I write essays for a living now, there so you go. I mean, like, <laughs> jokes on you. Yeah. I mean, I'm and I'm good at it. I like it. Yeah, I was, no,
2: if you like it, I just like nothing.
1: No, is but if you're straight, doing this,
2: if like, I can make a video, I would pass all the classes with flying colors. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: Um, but you guys eventually transitioned out of film school. Right. Um, did you go, like, what was the journey like between that and doing snowman films?
2: Oh, man. uh Top
3: Ramen. Uh- <laughs> yeah, no, he's being modest. No, your journey is incredible. And then we're going to talk to you about mine for a second. Like, literally a second of, oh, God.
1: <laughs> should, should we do it in reverse? <laughs> <or>? <laughs>
3: No no. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. So uh getting out of getting out of film school took that uh took that unfinished degree and proudly wept for many nights and uh was unemployed for a while and then went back to community college just so I to, just so I could stave off the uh encroaching debt crisis for myself. Sure. Uh, Did that for a long time. Actually had a great time at community college, so kind of rekindled my interest and all that and kind of ran the theater department. um,
1: Greendale? Yeah, essentially. It was <laughs> I'm incredible. just going to
3: say. Yeah. Yep, people yeah. are like, hey, here are the keys to an entire building. We trust you. Bye. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't even know any of your names and this is my first day. Uh, Fantastic. They're like, oh, you can read? Great. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. shocking amount of people. I started in at Community College in Nem- of Denver. Yeah, that's where I ended. Yeah, there you go. Nice. So, be, I love right, that. Yeah. That's perfect. That's uh, full circle. Then I worked there for a while at the Community College in their theater department and then became a statistic and started slinging coffee for my ex-girlfriend's mom's independent coffee shop and now i'm here nice uh yeah that all <laughs> fell apart and then noah was
1: like hey you want to do stuff for me and i thought yeah <laughs> i should get back into it you're like well let me check my watch it's half past a monkey's ass so yes. sure yeah yeah gave up on
3: everything on today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was my story and it was boy oh boy Oh, my mom is constantly asking, so when are you going to get a real job? And I'm like, nah, I don't know what a real job is, bitch.
1: <laughs> is that how you punctuate that with with your mother?
3: I mean, granted, my mom's the kind of person, so I posted a selfie on Facebook yesterday. Her comment on that was, yikes. Oh, <laughs> oh the Our support, relationship the, is the Highly supportive great. parent, I see. <laughs> yikes. That's
0: amazing. e I mean, it's better than the profile picture with your... The, Rubber
3: dick
1: in it. It wasn't a rubber
3: dick. It was a porcelain penis. With on the back, it had Mother Teresa on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My word! There's a lot going on in that sentence. (laughs) Don't even. Let's not unpack
3: it. Andy
0: had it on his hinge profile. I was like, take that off of there.
1: (laughs) Okay, this is how I know I'm old. What the fuck is hinge?
0: It's like the
3: new Tinder. It's, it's an app that I pull up to feel sad and
2: <laughs> undeserving. It's okay. I don't know about it either.
1: Um, I have uh, I have some people that I follow on Facebook. Like if I'm in too good of a mood. I'll go read their profile or read like what they post and I'm like, I could not possibly disagree with you more. Now I got a good hate lather going. Yeah. So then I'm ready to uh face the day. <laughs>
3: you <laughs> so know, really say that people always thought I was unhealthy, that I did the same thing.
1: Dude, everyone's doing that. I used to love reading stories about how LeBron James is actually a choker. Like back before <laughs> Like literally uh, back before he won his first title, I like the, there's things you love that you don't tell anyone. Yeah. That was one of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. like, get like, just hook this up to my veins. Yeah. Like I could sit alone on an Island with nothing but those columns and die happily. Like 50 years later. That's how I feel about, uh, um,
0: a, a, term for that. A, a German word for that. Called... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: And then, a, and here's the thing. I, I don't even have strong feelings about LeBron. Yeah. It was just one of those things, the way they were written, I'm just like, yes, this, for whatever reason, is tickling me in a spot that I just just really enjoy.
3: A certain set of images in your brain that just when they align and when the words work, it's kind of, that's how I felt about um, going deep into YouTube and finding uh, wedding proposal rejection videos. (laughs) (laughs) And those brought so much joy to my fucking Holy life shit. watching people just
1: break watching their life fall apart in one <laughs> second it's actually like, like, the more public that it is yeah. yeah it's like the simpsons it's like and if you pause it right here <laughs> so you, you can, can see, see the, the moment Ralph's heart breaks and he's all ah it's like you see all <laughs> the all the
3: stages of grief in one video it's incredible you see the the bargaining is the best part
2: <laughs>
1: That's always bargaining with God, apparently. So
2: <laughs> I saw a similar to that video recently, which actually was surprisingly satisfying as well. Which was uh, s- uh two early sports celebrations that they oh, end yeah. up losing. Oh my god! I was th- the faces that come after of just like
1: what? <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, okay, so I was actually a part of one of those. It wasn't filmed. <laughs> this was amazing.
2: <laughs> this explains why you
3: went into radio. So.
1: <laughs> Uh, but I was a freshman in high school and our swim team was really, really good. We were, uh, it was like district or whatever. And they were reading like from the bottom up, you know, the scores. Unbeknownst to us, they had skipped fourth place. So they read third place, second place. We hadn't heard our names yet. So we all started fucking celebrating and jumping around. And then they realized they fucked up. And so they're like, and in fourth place, the golden high school demons. And we all go, oh shit. All right. Well. And then you're just standing there you just, yeah, exactly. like, do like you feel like your you're hands, naked just, yeah. like you, and you're like, what do I do with my hands and like it and you're wearing a speedo so you may as well be naked. But you're like, I need a belt so I can just like hook my the thumbs early, into something. The two early celebration in the speedo, I think
2: yeah. is the main just like, oh, oh that's amazing. Man, there's nothing for me to do with my body right now. No like, pockets. I can't shuffle off.
3: If,
1: if there's a way to feel more naked than being actually naked wear a speedo and then put shoes on (laughs) like that's fucking wild.
3: Okay. So the shoes in a speedo, that's fucking wild. But here's, you know, you look at, look at pictures of like, why is this sexy being awkwardly naked? But like it's sexy for like women to be wearing like a t-shirt and nothing else. Right. Or like in socks and that's like, Oh, that's fucking cool. But like picture yourself or like any dude in a t-shirt and socks but like totally free balling it like dicks hanging out from underneath what a gross image like i get disgusted when i'm changing and i take off my shirt last and i catch myself in the mirror and when I'm you're like, donald you f- ducking it i'm like well, you fucking animal
1: like this is gross i had a one of my college roommates fell asleep drunk woke up with just his shirt on and no pants yeah. And he's, he woke up, he's like, what happened?
3: Like, it's, why? It's a unique chain of events that you end up yeah. that way, and no no part of it's a good chain no. of events. It's
1: like <laughs> Donald Sutherland in um, Animal House. Remember when, like, after he sleeps with uh, Boone's girlfriend, he's in the kitchen, and he reaches on the top shelf, and the sweater raises up, and you see his ass? Yeah. You're like, oh, neat, all right. <laughs> oh,
3: man. I just watched that movie the it's other neat. day uh, as part of a drinking game for the first time in a long time. And boy, watching that movie in a 2019 lens is hard.
1: Oh, dude, it, there are elements that are very, very problematic now. Very,
3: however, it's fucking hilarious and it, you know, yeah. it works that it was made in the moment of history that it was, but man, I was like, it's like, I'm glad this is a drinking game right now. Yeah. I'm not just I just want to enjoy it. Story, yeah.
1: yeah. I don't want to think about it too much. It's even like, uh, even something like 40 year old virgin. Oh, God. Like,
3: One of my favorites, but also.
1: But totally, it's like you know how I know you're gay. You go, you, right, you right. watch that oh in 2019. You go, Ooh, oh no, I don't. Yeah, like that's that's really uncool. That was
0: me watching Caddyshack for the first time.
1: Oh, oh Christ yeah. Almighty! I'll bet like, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. have you ever uh, seen Blazing Saddles? Today? Ugh.
0: I feel like I've seen parts of it, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was American Hustle. Mm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 you know, America, yeah, yeah. Science Oven. That movie with the lightsabers and the X-Wings, American Hustle, right? (laughs)
1: Let's go back to Pete Holmes. It's like, he's like, my mom said, your father got me tickets to my favorite recording artist, Salon Dijon. And, like, she didn't even say it, like, who's that one singer? Salon Dijon? Hey, it's something like that. No, she's like, my favorite recording artist, Salon Dijon. <laughs> you know, and she then did he that. Just
2: covers she covers his face because he has to laugh.
1: <laughs> she does, she does that song, you know, like, that I love from that movie, Big Boat Iceberg. <laughs> I love the words, here, there, under the stairs. <laughs> Not to, we could just uh, spend I, the next half. That.
2: Honestly, my mom does that so much where God, she's too. convinced that she knows exactly what she's talking about on some sort of yeah. movie. I'm like, no, mom, that's not that movie. She's like, I swear to God, Google it. I'm like, I'm actively doing that. See, it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she just, no, that is what it is. That is who he is. <laughs> I'm like, nope, it, nope. <laughs>
1: well, my I had a former boss and uh, we were talking about David Mamet and he goes, I think it's Mamet. I go, I think it's Mamet, Mamet. dude. Hey. And I'm like, David Mamet. He goes, you know what my favorite David, uh, Mamet, uh, movie is? He goes, he goes, the usual suspects. I go, pretty <laughs> sure he didn't Ooh. do that.
3: But uh, also, do we want to talk about the guy who did?
1: Well, no. <laughs> uh, and so he's like, no, I'm pretty sure it is. So I'm like, all right, well, god damn it. Life's an open book test. So I'm like, it was directed by Brian Singer, written by Christopher McQuarrie. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway. <laughs>
2: I just love any of those conversations now with everybody with smartphones it's just the shortest conversation it used yeah. to last months yeah. and now oh, it's just dude. like 10
3: seconds Yeah we're like you watch I was watching cartoons uh last night my roommate was like who's uh, who's the voice of that and I was like oh I'm pretty sure it's uh, Reese Darby and he's like no I don't think it is and I pulled up and I was like yeah it's Reese Darby he's like it doesn't sound like it it's like fucker <laughs> it like you're
1: like you're like well cool opinion guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, uh, you know, you've
0: got a computer in your pocket. Why don't you look at the fuck up?
2: (laughs) Oh man. I can't tell you for, for, that's actually something funny too, with as many people. I I love when people ask advice for me and like, what camera, what thing should I do? And what's funny is that I'll give the advice to them, but all that I'm doing is Googling it and then showing them the first result. And I'm just like, you could literally just Google this. Do you ever do,
1: let me Google that for you? Or, <laughs> me, oh. are you familiar with this? Let me Google that for I'm you. I'm not sure. Okay, type it into your phone and then um whatever someone like has asked you, like I had a friend ask me like, hey, when does hockey season start? I go, are you seriously texting September this to me? September twenty-six. So. <laughs> the first we get it. game you're, for the Avalanche. You're the man. <laughs> so,
0: nah. Okay, that's part of my job is knowing when this shit happens. Okay, I...
1: So he sends that to me and I go, you cannot be fucking serious. Like <laughs> you're crowdsourcing this you're question to me. <laughs> this? Yeah, yeah. And so I did let me Google that for you. And what it does is it sends them a link that uh, shows uh, typing that question into Google So the link just like it's an animation (laughs) that shows that and then the results come up and he sends me back. He's like you dick. I'm like, well, be less of a moron. (laughs) Like don't ask me this easily verifiable shit. Like I'm just doing this work for you. So by the way, this is a fun
2: tie in. So on the like making it as a creative and like actually working that attitude of like, I'm going to find this out and figure this out is exactly what it takes. Like if you're one that yes. like ask your, if you're, if you just, if you're initial, once you have a thought and you're like, I wonder about that. If your next thought isn't, let me find out and educate myself. You're going to have a really hard time. In the creative world or in the entrepreneur yeah. world, because nobody gives information. I was you, you think that there's like this source of information somewhere. There's not. You've yeah. got to figure it out yourself.
1: Everyone's making this shit up as they exactly. go Exactly.
3: Exactly. It's uh, with the Googling shit too. It's that's how I've been doing any of the podcast stuff where <laughs> I uh, from scratch. I used to do all my shit in GarageBand, so I moved over to Adobe Audition. Mm-hmm. Had no idea what the fuck I was doing, <laughs> and you know I'm teaching myself basically just by you know, the letting, letting myself Google it for me mm-hmm. and really finding out the answers on how to make things work. And it is frustrating and slow, but sure. it is also so worth it because then every single thing I do afterwards gets easier.
2: hundred percent. And then you're, you're suddenly an expert after five years. Yeah.
1: Well, and who are these beautiful idiots uh, out there who like, I, I had a problem. My right click stopped working. <laughs> uh, like I couldn't get the menu to come up. Right. So I just Googled that and someone made a video on how to fix it. Who are these people who yeah, have time yeah. to like, just do these odd tutorials? Like, God bless them, right? Yeah, seriously.
2: I, I do too. They're amazing. And that's why the internet's amazing. Because yeah. there is that guy or that girl that made the, hey, here's how to click, a, here's how <laughs> who to fix a right the click. Same button. exact, insanely specific <laughs> yeah. problem right. that you have. That's what's the beautiful about YouTube. Like, yeah. it's, so that's what's actually funny. YouTube, I view it as the second largest search engine in the world. Because oh, nice. it is. Yeah. So like, I fix my car to YouTube. And any, any like, literally anything. In fact, the business, same exact as you're learning the the audio thing. Every single time a client asks, "Hey, can you do that?" And if I know that there's a tutorial, I'll be like, "Yep, yeah, and I'll for just sure." Learn.
1: Yeah, and you, you'll figure it out. Yeah, let's go back here after an insane number of digressions. Which welcome, of course, This is how we podcast. So, <laughs> I love it Um because I I can digress with the best of them, as you as you've seen. Solid. <laughs> But after film school, what was the road to starting Snowman Films? Oh, man,
2: yeah, okay, here we go. <sighs> let's let's strap in here. Um, so i I was in school. I think when I founded the company, yeah. Uh, so in 2012, I <laughs> talking about founding the company. I was like. Google, how do you make a company <laughs> LLC? It's fifty dollars. I have a company now. Yeah, like literally, that's his, that's what happened.
1: I talked to a Canadian guy and he said that's all it takes to start a business in America. Honour- yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly pretty right. much.
2: It, t- fifty, or you know, thirty minutes later, you're an entrepreneur. Hey, that's right. <laughs> so I get um, my mom off my
3: back. See, I got a real job. I yeah. started a company.
2: <laughs> is what well, is uh, esteem training in LLC? Yes, it is. There you go. You have a company. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. Mom, get off my back. We'll yeah. get there. (laughs) The private jet's coming. It hemorrhages money, but what can you do? (laughs) So, yeah, 2012, I'm in in film school. Um, I basically, yeah, ran out of money, so couldn't continue, and was like, okay, how do I work? So just started networking and like going to – there's a couple Facebook groups for the Denver film community and just started meeting people. And for a lot of people in Colorado, that's the way that they get work is they just get other people to hire them a bunch. It's the freelance game.
0: I think that's the way you get work in almost any field. Though. Right. Like, right. knowing specifically from dance that people that were getting hired maybe weren't qualified or skilled or mm. didn't have the greatest abilities, but they knew someone and you're going to trust someone that's recommended to you versus someone that you've never met. Oh, forever.
2: yeah. 100%. And, and I mean, it, you know, it, it is kind of the friends hire friends thing. And that continues anywhere, you know, that's on Tarantino's film set. Same thing. Sure. Um, so dived into that. I think the difference of what I did was that I committed a hundred percent to it. Nice. Yeah, you um, got it. I like I I said fuck it and just I luckily had landlords and like where I was living with friends and stuff, it was just people, it wasn't like a, a company running it. So I was able to be like, Hey, I don't have rent this month, but I'll get you twice next month hmm. and that worked. Wow. Um and I I actually got a tattoo on my forearm that's a, a film aperture because it's oh, like nice. I'm committed to having film and and being a filmmaker, being the majority of my income, period. By getting that tattoo, he had to delay rent by a month. <laughs> exactly, it was <laughs> worth it. Again, ramen, ramen.
1: It's a declaration. I heard,
2: uh, one of my favorite, actually, uh, phrases that I heard on uh, it's what the hell was it? It's a, a Shark Tank uh, show for apps, that, something. It's that's on Apple Play, but it's uh, ramen profitable. When a company's run, you're just profitable enough to eat ramen. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. very accurate for a lot of people. So that started in 2012, and I just kind of, you know, found my way and and tried different things, and you know, here we are seven years later, and it's nice. still working. And really, only the last two years. Uh, have I actually like skyrocketed revenue because I was for a lot so I, I come from a parkour background. Okay. Um, and a lot for a long time, I was trying to make products and content or whatever or, and trying to make a living with that. And the problem is there's just no market. Yeah. it's all kids they are broke, it's fine, like clothing works, but like mm-hmm. it has to be that the specific brand or whatever. Um, so see you know having that be the passion projects and then the freelance stuff, and this is what I'm saying, like the weirdest, you know, the weirdest jobs, like you got tons of weddings, you got tons of like, Hey, we're doing, there's a medical talk on this certain artery in the heart that's two hours long. And you stand in the back of the room with a tripod and here's 500 bucks. Yeah. Like literally that's, that's, <laughs> that's making a living as a filmmaker. I've,
1: I've hired people like that. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, it's, thank you for the work. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Like people, people need this, you know, like it, it's a service and so much of like what you do to get to the thing you actually want to oh, do. Oh man, yeah. You gotta fucking ditch it.
2: I've done, like, I've just, see, I think weirdest one that stands out just in my mind right now is a, uh, series of training videos for a maid and butler service. Oh nice, alright. <laughs> like, I now know how to turn down a bed because I've edited a video <laughs> on it.
0: Not because he's ever gotten into a bed. <laughs> no, no, my- <laughs> what is a uh,
2: i'm sorry the word he's still, bed he's bed
0: sleeping
2: on the floor for a long my wife actually is the first person that was like hey we should maybe get a bed that's off the ground and when we got together i was on a futon yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean it's it's finding your way and then you know trying to make b- projects that you're passionate about on the side of that and then again like about two years ago uh, little, little less, uh, kind of met with a friend that was running a production company out of DC that was making six figures and killing it. And I was like, oh, okay, nice. like what, how are you doing this? And he's like, go after uh, clients and people with budgets. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. Video marketing. Okay, cool. Switch that. And we did, we did, ju- we just cleared 90k last year. And I think we're going nice. to pass six figures this year. So it's like, it was six years of, trying to figure it out and not, and, and I was still doing decent. I was making more every year because I was sure. just hustling my face off and I'm still hustling my face off, but it's like building recurring revenue and like an actual like business in life rather than just like hoping that another $1,500 job's going to come through the door, you know, two hours before rents due.
1: Right, right, right. Which is
2: I've definitely done like the, okay, if I go pick this up, I can get back to the place before they close and, like that's how close it was sometimes. And it just always worked, wow. which was crazy.
1: Dude, what, I, I want to see how you react to this statement because the difference between your business and mine is that I don't actually like own anything. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't have any equipment that, yeah. that I need to worry about. I have like my laptop and that's the extent of the, and this podcasting equipment. Which I mean, out the door together, what is that? That's less than two grand worth of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, with what you do, I imagine you have (laughs) plenty more than that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 gathered over
1: time, right? You know. But the the thing I'm interested in your reaction to is, since I don't own anything, the only thing I own is my brain, my work ethic, and most importantly, my reputation. So showing up. And doing the job and killing it, you know, like that's all I own, and that's about all I can control.
2: I think the uh, the thing that will make you succeed, period, is under promise, over deliver. Oh yeah, every single time. And I mean, yeah, being consistent. Like I um, I won't name names. I was supposed to do a a Facebook Live kind of collaboration with another guy this morning. He was like, let's do it at five thirty. And I get up at five normally. So I I also work you know fourteen hour days consistently. Sure. Um but he he ended up sleeping in and I drove out twenty minutes to meet him, no answer, waited fifteen minutes and then headed back home. And that's the kind of like I'm okay with that because Mm -hmm. I showed up and show and like the my you know, he knew that I came And that was good. And, and I'm happy with that experience, even though I'm like, you know, it was tiring or whatever, but like it's fine because again, reputation, Mm -hmm. your work, and that's the thing. I mean, your, your work is really all that, especially with creative stuff is us getting all caps lock responses from clients is what keeps the business going. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. That was exactly right. What you said. Um, you just have to be willing to do all of that, you know, work hard, do good work keep your reputation going and i mean that's yeah so i and then the gear thing like i have i always joke that my trunk is way more expensive than my car <laughs> 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 um i got about i got about 10 15 grand in gear and yeah. i'm st- i mean just starting like mm-hmm. there's there's product there's people that i know that have you know two fifty thousand dollar cameras yeah and that's that's just the the game that we're in. It's, you know, the, the battle of resolution. Yeah. Um, but when you don't have the 4k, 8k resolution, you make up for it with the art, the artistry and the, and and, and really the, the marriage for me, I think what, what makes us stand out is that I understand the marriage of art and business. It's like being, okay, make this look cool. And also what are we trying to get this to do? So a lot of people don't do that side of things.
1: No dude. And even in what I do, and this is public relations, right? What I do, People are like, you know, we need to, um, w- we need to increase the frequency with which we're releasing stuff, you right. know, whether it's social media or whatever. And I go, okay, what is the bottom line goal attached to this? Right. What are you trying to do? With yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like what, what do you want people to think, do or feel as a result of this? Yep. And they go, well, I haven't really answered that. And I go, well, then don't fucking do anything. Right, right. Like, don't, don't do a project. Don't. You're just going to be throwing money away if you if haven't just articulated you the goal.
2: And that's fine. Yeah, and I mean that
3: I you can that.
1: attach that to right. a bottom line goal, <laughs> but you need to understand that first.
3: <clears throat> it's interesting, um, not to not to name names or anything, but I did um, for podcasting stuff and like audio work. I was, uh, I, I signed. I had a contract contract signed with a client and it's one of those where it doesn't kick in until they have any projects that they want mm. to do. So essentially I'm sitting here on retainer and I check in with them I'm like, "Hey, so is there anything you guys want to do?" They're like, "Eh, not yet and then they were thinking about it and then me being an idiot realizing that I didn't like money. I was like, "Oh, well, why don't you wait till you have a little bit more because my contract <laughs> once it starts, it continues even if you have nothing to do." And they're like, "Oh yeah, maybe we can." I was like, "Fuck, I could have just done nothing and gotten money."
1: <laughs> Man, clients like that are amazing. I, I had know, one we of have
0: those a lot of clients like that and I'm every
3: we get in Every touch.
0: We can so I'm like, Hey guys, what's up? Like we're getting ready to film some videos for your brand. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, now we don't have anything right now. And I'm like, just so you know, we're still charging your credit card. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they're
2: good with it. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is my big goals, like we have a couple of those for sure. And I, it's weird as a, as a entrepreneur, I'm like, cool money as a, I want to help them impact wise. I'm no like, oh, shit, this is killing me. And because I really, that's a goal that I want to get to is having all of our clients. Killing it, making consistent. We have a, you know, we have majority of them do, but we just have those couple that like, and then the, the beautiful thing is that the communication's clear, so like consciousness is clear because they understand, we have a subscription model monthly, yeah. they get that, they get that they're gonna pay, and sometimes they just don't have stuff to make, and we, I've even, you know, giving them ideas of stuff to make. And they're just like, Oh, maybe I'm not sure. Right. And I'm trying to move away from those people eventually. And more to like the really driven, cause I'm, that's uh, impact is what drives me.
1: Well, okay. So a couple of reactions to that one, a phrase I love is don't step over a dollar to pick up a dime. Right. right. Because if you have these clients on subscription and they're not using you, eventually if they don't use you at all, they're just going to be like, well, fuck it. Like, right. And we're going to get rid of that. But you want to display your value. The other thing is i 'm a huge professional wrestling fan, and right now wWE is buying up all these wrestlers just so they don 't go to the competition, right, whether <laughs> they use them or not right yeah, and they're getting a ton of money, just some of them to just sit at home <laughs> and so it's like, okay, you know i 've got this money coming in i don't have to travel i 'm not beating up my body, but I am unsatisfied artistically right, right yeah. and so like you're in this business, yes, to make money, but more importantly to fulfill like a professional uh, drive that you have hundred percent. Yeah. And that like, that's a hard thing to balance.
2: Super hard. Cause it's like, it plays with your, your conscious and your fulfillment of like, am I taking advantage or that, you know, should we, but again, like we're, we're doing all that we, but you're reaching out.
1: constantly. I do that too. Like I, I have clients right now who are not terribly active. They're still paying me. Right and i'm like hey let's do something like right. it, I, I want to feel like you're getting your money's worth here yeah and it was i actually it was interesting because <laughs> i
2: literally have been thanked for not doing videos so and it's weird to say that mm. so they said like you the there was a business they got super busy they didn't actually have time to film a couple of months later we're like hey you know you want to keep going uh, i feel bad it's been like 5 months and you haven't done anything and they ended up pausing but they said, I want to thank you because like we, you helped us, you know, get going with stuff and it got really busy and then you backed off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just thanked me for paying me a bunch and not, okay. And not working? <laughs> like if your experience was good, like cool. Yeah. But the other thing that I, I know the other side of this is the general, like who are, you know, the people that aren't using it as much, their experience of us. Is gonna be oh yeah I paid for it I did a couple but not a ton that's also not great to have like oh totally the yeah um so that's why again it's like it's it's a balance it's trying to get as many active clients as possible while also keeping the revenue going
1: yeah do you guys ever do features
2: it's it's in the it's in the the long term plan so you're working on it what I what what I see with us going is basically having enough uh, recurring clients to like bring cash flow in and sure. have and like really build this thing up I want to go like seven figures with that and okay. then. I want to take a portion of that revenue that's coming in and put it towards basically becoming our own studio.
1: Oh nice, wow.
2: And because I, I, I love independent filmmakers, I am an independent film, filmmaker myself, but I fucking hate Indiegogo
1: campaigns. <laughs> oh
2: god. I hate them, I'm just like, okay, like, I get it, you need help, but like, make something happen for yourself.
1: Dude, I interviewed at the Denver Film Fest like three or four years ago, Nathan Silver and Mike Ott. I don't know if you know those I guys. Know. Um Nathan Silver makes some of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever seen. But they were kind of lamenting the Kickstarter Indiegogo thing because yeah. you end up hitting up the same people right. over and over again. It's like and, a and network and
2: marketing thing. Hit friends yeah, yeah. and family.
1: It, it's like this little artistic circle jerk <laughs> yeah. where you're all kind of like funding each other's stuff. Yeah.
2: But also nobody really has any money.
1: No. Like that's the other thing. You're all just sort of like the money just sort of passes through everyone. Yeah. And, so and, like,
2: if you're gonna do that, like, you know, make it, make an Indiegogo video style and then go to like, business owners and investors and like, hey, can we, can we get this yeah. funded? Like, there's a way to do it that's successful. It's just sure. like, don't you hit up your friends
0: and fucking family. Making investments. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Things that you should have learned to do in high school.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, right. we didn't.
3: Damn it. But let's like, with, uh, doing the, um, after watching you guys do what you do with Snowman films and all of that right. and, um, going off and doing the, the self-esteem train stuff. Like actually ponying up the money that I that I had and you know sinking about five to ten k into it to there be you able go. to start just like not have to worry about anything for like a year or two and just do that. I do think, that whole quit my job and everything. Mm. But I
2: think there's a Warren Buffett quote where he literally says investing in yourself is the best possible use of your money you can ever make. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, good job.
1: Yeah, quality work.
2: Because that's like yeah, What now. you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know it's it's what I like about the investment thing, especially with gear, is that you have now committed money like mm-hmm. a lot of it so like make it fucking work yeah and like that's 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 yeah. where the drive comes in for me like i've put in so i've put so many years so many dollars so much like probably years of my life mm-hmm. I, i'm blonde so i probably have gray hairs i can't see them <laughs> um but you know that's that's you got to do that that's well
3: and people see that too when you uh, invest in stuff where it's like look at um Look at liquid luck and right. all the, like all that they've invested and put into it. People see that. It's like they've got prestige there and all yeah. the, all the stuff that you're putting into, um, snowman. It, it, it has an impact on like me as your friend as well as like someone who, uh, you know, answers to you as well as working with you and all yeah. that. And it inspired me to do my own thing. Um, also because of that, I was sitting and talking to a buddy of mine, Kiefer. He was the co-host on Top Reel a few years mm-hmm. back. Um, because of that. And, you know, he was like, Oh, you're actually serious about doing it. this yeah. thing, So top rails coming back next yes. month. Nice. So yeah, That's awesome. But
1: Dude, we're going to have some fun with that. Yeah. It's amazing too. Um, the thing, and when I talked with you guys initially, you know, about the unfinished degree and you know, you were sort of just asking me for insights and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's important. I hate people who view the world transactionally. <laughs> like if you do this for me or if I do this for you, yeah. you know, well, yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to call in a favor later. No, fuck that. <laughs> Like that, that's a terrible way of viewing the world. Yeah. Um Whereas like I, I have a bottom line goal with this podcast and it's sort of like three steps removed. I'll share it with you guys off mic. I don't like talking about it on the air, yeah, but of course. like I understand the value in what I'm doing, but it's sort of a roundabout way of doing that. And it it feeds into this overall sort of work philosophy I have, which is just work hard and be nice to people. You know, <laughs> don't like be a
2: dick that, that'll yeah. get you real far. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's it. Like just show up, work hard and be nice to people.
2: Yeah. And I think that I think the you know the fifty one forty nine thing, giving more than you get, is huge. Uh, Even if it's you know answering questions or giving time or like whatever's, obviously don't work for free too much because you know know, pay the bills. But like, more like of your time than you know of your making something for somebody. But like always that that conversation or that meetup or like that taking that meeting. Oh sure, those are always. I mean, I'm I I I constantly seek them out because those relationships. Are what take you to the next level every single time, and they time. will come back. Like oh, it, yeah.
1: if if you if you have no reason to help someone and you just do, like that will come back to you tenfold. Yeah. We're talking about we reputation. Had, yeah, we exactly. Had
0: three students come to us this spring about interning with No and Films, and we're not in a. No and I both feel if you're working for us, you should. Yeah, you, except I, for evan we're not we're not fucking paying evan yeah. um but, but we were i mean we will soon we were up front with them we're like hey like we're not going to be able to pay you but we're happy to meet with you and mm-hmm. talk through what your goals are and see if there's any way we can help you anyways yeah you know if you want to help sure. us out and under the understanding that we're not going to be able to pay you except mm-hmm. for an experience yeah. no exposure <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but yeah we took the time to meet with them yeah. and, and talk to these college kids sure. and say, hey, like, if there's any way we can help you in the future, reach out. Or when you're done with your degree, <laughs> reach out. And okay. I
2: think once we have our we – we're also kind of working on our internal system still uh, mm-hmm. just with all the growth. And once we get those figured out, we'll have a you know, a, a, a pathway for interns that want to help out and do stuff because we can have specific jobs for that. Because right now it's just kind of a randomness and trying sure. to get money coming in. Well
3: it's um and with the whole like working for free thing not the it's like i it's i'm in a position where i'm able to do something like that and it's it's not i i get frustrated you know especially talking to say like My mom and people who don't understand. Mm -hmm. It's not about that I don't value my time or that what I have to offer. It's one of those things where it's not a transactional thing where it's like I'm more than happy to work for cheap for people who I believe in and who I give a shit about. And I think that's a very important sort of thing to have out there where working for free is not necessarily a bad thing.
2: Uh, I not mean, necessarily.
3: not necessarily. Not necessarily. It's, don't do it all the time. <laughs> right. Like, God, no, that's right. not how you survive. If it's but an
2: exposure, I would say if it's an exposure thing, don't yeah. do it. Unless no. it's like, so obvious that it's exposure, that yeah. like, you right. just, it's not even a question of like, oh my god, that would be amazing. But it's something that but you believe in. You're, you're learning yeah. on yeah. us. Like, that's, yeah. that's kind of, and that's what I see, like, you're, you, the, the the fact that you're starting a podcasting company makes me so happy because that's you found. If I can, I I love how, like helping people work towards their passions. Yeah. And like finding fulfillment in life. And again, it's like you you're getting a ton of experience. You're really learning a lot. And when you actually get it down, like we get to grow together, and that's super yeah. cool.
1: Well, dude, I mean, I started this show five and a half years ago. Now you got like two hundred some episodes. on Yeah, belt. two. Uh, what went up yesterday? Two twenty two. So – and it's actually more than that if you count the first job series and some of the unnumbered ones I have. I've been, I've been making my way through your back catalogs. So. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll be caught up on the John continuity soon. <laughs> yeah, the multiverse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Podcast universe. So – but what's funny is I never envisioned this thing making money. Like it it's sort of an infinitesimal shot if this thing gets big enough to right. actually be ad-supported where it's your only vocation, Right. But you do something long enough, people go, he must know what he's doing. Right. And then people will start paying you for it. And so I produce podcasts for companies and for organizations. And you just start doing it. And again, it's not like this transactional thing. I'm like, I need this podcast to make money. Because I was talking with a potential guest yesterday and he was asking me about that. I'm like, look, man, I don't need this thing to make any money. So, cause he was asking me how I pick guests. I'm like, I just pick people who are interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? and that's a good, that's exactly the exact way to, talk to do to it. Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: well, I mean, that was kind of, it's funny, like, back channel, like, you know, doing it for the reason, like, A, it's fun to do this, and B, mm-hmm. it's, an, again, being on the platform, and then we just have a little, hey, if you're interested in working with Snowman Films, hit us up at the end. There's just like a little yeah. call to action. That's, that's all right. we need, and it is doing something now.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, that's really cool. And the fact that you're starting a podcast company, we should talk about that, uh, yes, off mic. So, um, because I tried, I co-founded the Denver podcast network and that ultimately didn't go anywhere, but anyway, and that wasn't really a company either. Okay. We are, holy shit. Yeah. We need to wrap up. Yeah. So, um, but this was, uh, this was incredibly insightful. So before we, we do the wrap up, this is where we do plugs. You guys plug anything you want. Let's
3: see. <laughs> well, I would of course like to plug the uh Semi uh, S- Films the Unfinished Degree. It's the podcast available on uh, what, uh Yeah, basically. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you pretty much Search get the podcasts. the Unfinished Degree and you'll find it. Yeah, um we've got uh getting back on the regular release wagon. Uh didn't have one this week cuz I was waiting to see what was going to happen with last week's episode, but it should <laughs> be <laughs> weekly uh from here on out. So Good. getting Sweet. caught up.
2: Yeah. And, uh, snowman films. I mean, we're doing video content. We're do. So video production, we do creative content coaching. We do workshops, we do classes, whole bunch of stuff. Um, and you can see our website is snowmanfilms.net.com is being held hostage for $2,000 right now. Being
0: held hostage.
2: It is. Damn it.
1: (laughs) Dude, I'm with you on that. When I started this show, uh yeah, US, huh? Yeah <laughs> s- Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. What weird thing do you have to use? TV is get for us. I but guess. dude, I
1: want a John of all trades Twitter handle. Yeah. And some dickass has it <laughs> who like hasn't tweeted since twenty twelve. Right. And I like I reached out to him, I'm like, I will give you fifty bucks for just this Twitter handle. And he just he stopped responding to me and blocked me. Nice. And I go, what the fuck, guy? Yeah. You're awfully protective of this thing that you don't use. It's, but, and yet, so, so that's well, why I say I'm,
2: being held hostage, yeah. because it's not a page. It's dot, so dot .com is not a page, right. and it's like, not, I can't reach anybody. I just have to, it's a purchasable. But like $2,000 is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> um, so
2: snowmanfilms.net is the website, and then we're a really big presence on uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube.
1: Okay, cool. Taylor, anything to plug?
0: Um, no, I've just, I produce all of these things, so they plug them for you me. You produce all this garbage. I produce all this garbage.
3: <laughs> She's great at yeah. it. She's awesome.
0: Um,
1: well, guys, this was, uh, this was a lot of fun, man. Like, this was, uh, enormously insightful. It's always great to talk with like minded entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks and, for having us. Yeah, and you guys are doing cool work, uh, and I wish you
0: continued success.
3: You as well. Likewise, John. Thank you. Thanks, man. And
1: we'll call episode 223 good with Noah Mittman, Evan Freeze, and Taylor Oxley, Snowman's Films, The Unfinished Degree Podcast. You can find links to all of their projects on the John of All Trades homepage. That's of alltrades.us. U-S. I've got more than 220 episodes there. Go in, check out the back catalog. There's companion blog pieces to all of them so you can stay up to date with each of my guests. If that's too much work for you, check out social media. Pod is the handle across platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Pinterest, and Instagram. Instagram is where I post adorable cat photos. Twitter is where I retweet a bunch of dumb shit that I find amusing, and Facebook is where you can find the first job series. That normally goes up on Mondays. New episodes drop on Wednesdays. I've promoted across platforms and also available on iTunes, Stitcher, a billion other podcatchers, and of course the home page. That'll do it for me this week. It is so fun to get to interview people. I already have the next one in the can. So tune in next week. I've got a brand new guest, and it's a good one. It's also kind of another Hangout episode. So hit that subscribe button on your podcatcher. We get brand new episodes right to you. That includes First Job. Those are part of that stream. And until I hear you back here again, say goodnight, Gracie.